Keep it together. Hello again, and thank you for tuning in to the only source of news guaranteed to make you laugh instead of cry. It's better than news. It's Keep It Together with the Rose Bros, and I am Delaney Rose. Delaney has done uh, 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats. And a 5K run. In general. In general. Did you say and a 5K, Dustin? Yeah, isn't it a 5K run, too, or a 10K? I think it's 10K, to be honest. I think it's 10K, too. Just so you know, I'm going to do all of those things except for the 10K, so the next time you see me, I'm going to be swole with tiny legs like Geodude. Geodude has shockingly tiny legs. You might even say he has no legs. No, <laughs> <laughs> so they're just super tiny. Oh, that's a horrifying image. All right, we're, bur- we're burning daylight. They, they drag behind him. Anyways, go on. I'm Dustin, Rose. If he were an item, he'd be a reflex hammer. What's a reflex hammer? Oh, the thing that they hit your knee with? Yeah, because it it makes people jerk their knees uncontrollably, but then also laugh. It's like... <laughs> so I make people want to kick, and then I end up making them laugh. Yeah. Okay, Dayton, you have a better one than that? Well, I had one, but I forgot, and I got I got Pokemon in the brain. I'll just say, Dustin's a Mudkip man. He chose he chose Mudkip as his starter. I, I did. He was a water Wait, type boy, I think. Calling someone a Mudkip man has internet connotations that I'm not sure that we want to delve into. <laughs> no, Dustin just really, really likes Mudkip. Uh, I'm Dayton Rose. All right. So uh, bear with me here. Okay. Dayton has brown hair. So, okay, wait. <laughs> Dayton has brown hair. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, you might think that that's just a pretty weak fact, but the listeners never see us. Yeah. You having brown hair could be a thing that no one knew about. He doesn't sound like he has brown hair. He doesn't sound like brown hair. <laughs> we should describe how we all look. I'm just an Adonis. Mm-hmm. I'm six feet of pure chiseled marble. Yeah, much like a Greek god sculpture. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a, a long curly beard and a, a lion's mane of golden, I mean, of brown hair. Mm-hmm. And my eyes reflect the uh, many colors of a sort of diamond prism. Diamond prism is what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Destin? Destin looks like a slug. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really, really short. Like on a good day, I'm five one. If I'm hydrated, I'm five one. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin grows the more water he drinks. And uh, kind of a patchy five o'clock shadow that never grows and never I can never seem to shave it away. Which looks very odd on a slug, by the way. Like, what's the five o'clock shadow growing around? Yeah, yeah like I'm greenish brown and my eyes are sticking up on top of my head. And <laughs> so like, where is even a beard go? Yeah. And I hate salt. That's not really how I look, but I hate salt. Uh, Delaney, what do you look like? I'm actually uh, six foot seven. I'm just blasted, ripped. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yeah. four, <laughs> four boobs on each side like a dog. <laughs> okay. They're all, they're all stacked. Luckily, we haven't seen those, so this is news to me. This is new. Yes. I dress very tastefully, um, usually jumpsuits. I, I wear a lot of... Uh, <laughs> jumpsuits you wear a lot of bras i'm assuming yeah. well i mean I, actually i only wear three. Oh, uh, okay those bottom ones then now you haven't mentioned the cybernetic arm yet yeah uh the one that is underneath my other arm or the one that is the one that's underneath your other arm yeah yeah 
Yeah. Bold choice to only go with one cybernetic arm on your right side, by the way, and just leaving left side natural. I like the contrast. Well, yeah. Well, it's one to carry my cup, one to carry my plate, and one to carry my phone. Why would I need another arm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the only things I carry ever. Hey, we've heard the spiel. Yeah. And that's also my, my really good waving arm. It makes people very happy whenever I wave at them with that arm. Okay. Now that everyone knows what we look like, I think we could go into, what is this, episode? Also, I have Fabio hair. All right. We're all very attractive. Yeah. yeah. Except for Dustin, he's a slug. But he's a, he's a handsome slug yeah. as far as slugs go. Yeah, but you're going to puke if you look at me. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, do we have any uh, personal headlines for the week? Anything interesting happening in y'all's worlds? A uh, 20-year-old couple remembers their weekend in Vegas. Remembers their... That's an accomplishment. He remembers it. <laughs> I think you might have been a little bit happier if you didn't remember losing money. That's true. Uh, I only lost what? At the end of it, we we ended on a good note at least. We were up like 30 bucks and we took out like a $60 voucher on the very last slot machine we did, mm. which paid for lunch. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, before that, we probably lost, I don't know, 50 to 60 bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. I had buddies losing like a grand. Yeah, for a Vegas casino, losing 50 or 60 bucks is nothing. Yo. And first time being 21 in Vegas, so Aww. we kept it pretty we kept it pretty tame. You did good, brother. Did good. Yo, catch me staring forlornly at the Burger King dollar menu. <laughs> forlornly. $60, you don't just drop that. I say that like I don't. Oh, okay. The end of that scenario is I always end up getting. I've been eating a lot of Impossible Whoppers lately. Are they good? They're tasty. They're very, very good. Cool, cool. Huh. I have been eating some beer battered onion ring flavor ruffles. It's a good time. Anyway, I have a non-computer and non-food related headline. All right. Lay it on us. Which is that I had a child. I had a kid. You had a kid. Wow. What was the gestation period on that sucker? We didn't hear anything about it. Four. It must have been four. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, wow. I, I have a beautiful daughter. Her name is Maki, and she is a Sobble. Um, oh. Yep. And I've, I I love her so much. Nerd alert. <laughs> you are in the minority here. <laughs> no, I, it, it's a cute little bugger. I have a little Sobble keychain plushie on my desk, and if you say anything bad, she will hear. Can it call me Uncle Desi? She, uh, she can't speak. She can only say... Well, I guess now she can only say Drizzile, Drizzile. Now, that's very, very cute, but my question is, where did it come out of? Uh, the internet. The bits and bytes is where it came from. So you impregnated the internet. That's... Not surprised. Don't... Don't be don't be weird about it. <laughs> don't make it weird. <laughs> Everything you say, my beautiful my beautiful child can hear. She's she's here recording with me. All right, what's your headline, Delaney? Oh, well, aside from buying every PS2 game as well as a PS2 for for the listeners, I got Crash Bandicoot Twin Sanity. I got Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. I got Cookie and Cream, which is a really a real real good one if you haven't ever heard of that. 10 points if you've heard of that one. Yeah, 10 we will literally send you 10 points. I played it for a large part of my childhood and I still don't know if I know about it. <laughs> it's not very popular, I don't think. But actually the the plotline for it is interesting. You have to like find the moon for a village that's trying to do a moon festival and the moon ran away and so the chicken god gives you like hats so that you know that you're looking for the moon whatever anyway. <laughs> that sounds like a weird dream yeah i got sly three honor among thieves uh ape escape okay yeah i got it and i'm gonna play it endlessly over and over God, that's a good game <laughs> we were weird kids specter <laughs> all right so do we want to get into the news apparently from what i gather there's gonna be a new meta drama 
about Nicolas Cage called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Wow. Oh, my God. Starring Nicolas Cage. I wonder who came up with the title of the movie. I don't think anyone can say for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so pretty much what's going on here is Lionsgate is like is about to pick it up, but there's this movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent oh uh, where the main character... Actual Nicolas Cage uh, is desperate to get a role in a new Quentin Tarantino movie. Who's another real person. Yeah. Yeah. So all of this will be played, presumably, by actual Nicolas Cage. So yeah, he's trying to become a, a Quentin Tarantino movie star in this movie about himself, where he plays himself, and he deals with like strained relationship with his daughter. Um, if this movie is directed by Quentin Tarantino, then oh, no. our, our universe will fold in on itself. Yep. Unfortunately, it's going to be uh, directed by Tom Gormican, if that's how you pronounce it. Sorry if it's not. Um, at least that's kind of what they're thinking of. Nothing is set in stone as of just yet. There's also this weird, uh, this weird facet of the movie where Nicolas Cage talks to an egotistical 1990s version of himself oh. who berates him for all of the real-life movie decisions that he's made. Man. <laughs> is Nicolas Cage just a crumbling shell of guilt? Or is he just trying to arise an emotional reaction from me? Dude, I think that everybody is allowed a small handful of irrational hatreds in their life. I cannot stand Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Ever since, when I was a kid, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, every American Idol audition was good. There was no such thing as a bad movie. And then I saw Nicolas Cage in Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. (laughs) And I could could pinpoint the timestamp when I realized that bad movies exist in the world. Well, pinpoint it. It's the scene where he's interrogating somebody as Nick Cage, but the Ghost Rider is, like, trying to get out. And Nicolas Cage is like running around in circles, smacking his face, trying like, like, no, don't get, uh, what, what did he say? Well, yeah. What is he saying? I remember him saying just something really annoying over and over again. Something off the wall. Oh man. Anyway, but that's what taught me that movies are bad. Then in high school, I met a group of people who really, really loved Nicolas Cage. That was like their whole thing was like, (laughs) they were. It was ironic. It was definitely ironic. But they like the movies that he does. I mean, oh my God. I, when Nicolas Cage, I, oh my God. Was it Ghost Rider or Ghost Rider 2? Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. I remember what, we got it on Blockbuster, Redbox or something. We were watching it as a family and we didn't make it to the end. When I am 60 years old, I will make my last and final pilgrimage to New Orleans, find his six-foot-high burial pyramid that he has waiting for him, and I'm going to pick it up and throw it into the sea. (laughs) I despise Nicolas Cage. Oh, wow. I know I probably shouldn't be, like, starting beefs, but... No, Nick Cage. My brother's got beef with you. I got beef with you. Thanks, bro. Bring it on, Nicolas Cage. 74455 Steel Street. Chicago, Illinois, (laughs) 60601. I got thunder and lightning waiting for you. Those are my fists' names. (laughs) One of them you're only going to hear. One of them you're only going to see. But you're going to taste them both. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, bro. Can I be your guys' cleanup crew? You're going to have to clean up Nick Cage's blood and his puke. Yes. (laughs) And... (laughs) Okay. Who else don't we like, guys? Uh... Who's Nick Nicholas Cage's closest family member? Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. So Nick Cage is going to be playing a fictional version of himself in a movie about the real world. Yeah, 
And actually, I was I was looking for the quote that you were talking about where he was hitting his head and saying something over and over again. Yeah. And so I'm on this webpage that's Ghostwriter Spirit of Vengeance quotes. And there's this one beautiful little bit uh, where the character Danny. Danny. Danny says, what happens when you've got to pee? And Johnny Blaze slash Ghostwriter responds, well, it's freaking awesome. It's like a flamethrower nice oh so that's good that's a nice mechanic they added in there for ghost rider <laughs> yeah the only thing right now standing between me you and the rider is me he's just he's scraping out the door <laughs> <laughs> scraping out the door <laughs> oh yeah what for hating him so much you do a solid impersonation of him it is my curse Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So here we go. Dayton does a perfect impression of Nick Cage. He hates him. <laughs> Have you ever seen Nicolas Cage and Dayton in the same place? Because <laughs> oh, who hates Nicolas Cage more than Nicolas Cage? <laughs> Apparently. Every time Nicolas Cage is in a movie, Dayton isn't there. He says that it's because he doesn't like him. Are you just trying to build an alibi? It's because I can't be on the screen and in front of the screen at the same time. Are you trying to build credibility to the fact that you're not Nicolas Cage? Hey. He does have a closet full of wigs. Oh my gosh. I can see it now. A little bit more facial hair, a little bit longer hair. <laughs> Dayton would look exactly like Nicolas Cage. Oh my god, Destin. What? You're gonna have to kill your brother. For your brother. Oh no. Catch me on Steel Street, big bro. If that's what I have to do to be a good brother. <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> He's scraping at the door. Oh no, he knows the address I gave out is fake. <laughs> Dayton, can we talk to Nick Cage? Is he there? Oh, God. You're going to make me do... You're... Mr. Cage, are you there? You're going to make me do this? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Is he scraping at the door right now? <laughs> um, yeah, the only, the only thing standing between you and Nick Cage is me. Got it? <laughs> Dayton. Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting himself. He's hitting himself. Wait, no, he is hitting the Nicholas Cage within him. Scraping at the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we ready to move on to the next one? Yes, let's move on. Apparently, and I, I did a little bit of research before just like putting this in the outline, but apparently there's a new trend this week. I don't know if it's necessarily caught on, but people are definitely trying. And that trend goes by the name of ankle scarves. Have you seen this? Ankle scarves? Oh, I've never heard of this. Oh, yeah, I actually have a couple. Yeah, they're called socks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like socks, but without the bottom. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, so, actually- Wait, those are just called anklets. Yeah, aren't those anklets? No. They are scarves that you wrap around your feet in the same manner in which you wrap the scarves around your neck, only they're tiny. Do they drape down on either side? Yes, they do. Uh. Any other questions about how scarves work? <laughs> wow, I didn't expect to get attacked like that. <laughs> I'm not lying whenever I say that that's exactly what this is. Uh- Anyway, so this actually started out as a joke on some German site, but then people were like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. And so it's so that you can still wear your still wear your high water jeans and your toms or whatever the kids are wearing these days. Oh my God. While not having cold ankles. These Air Jordans they got. Just wrap a scarf around there. Kids can wear their, their Yeezys and track shorts. And- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, you can, you can still wear your... The thing is, 
If you're going to wear... Oh, measure your next words carefully. Boomer. If you're going to wear your cool <laughs> shoes, if you're going to wear them, just wear them. Don't put little scarves on your ankles. Just commit or don't. But what if the ankies get cold, bro? Then wear socks. What if you don't got long socks? Well, then go buy long socks and ske- instead of... <laughs> so, yeah, it started out as a joke, and now... I guess it's becoming a real thing. I haven't really seen it in person yet. Yeah. Um, I might have to break that seal in my community and see what happens. But I, the article that I was reading that was actually for it said that since there are no actual manufactured ankle scarves, you can buy kids scarves and do it. Or <laughs> scarves for dolls. Or or you could cut a washcloth in half. <laughs> yeah, that would be very, very <laughs> fashionable. Yeah. Imagine that conversation at the checkout aisle. What's the, what? Uh, this is a very cute scarf. Do you have a kid? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, are you using for a pet or something? <sighs> nope. Keep going. <laughs> keep keep guessing. No, I mean, here's my thing. Um, Because I always try my best to be on the absolute bleeding edge of society, I kind of have to be 100% pro ankle scarf. And now I can't imagine my life without ankle scarves. Well... Yeah, you're right. I didn't want to be like too judgy about it because what if it ends up being the next cool thing and then I'm on uh, on recording saying that it sucks. You need to be judgy. I can be not judgy. I'll be I'll be judgy if you guys want me to. Okay. Okay, Dustin, how about you how about you take this one? You're never judgy. I got this. I got this. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get if you get ankle scarves, why'd you do that? <laughs> you don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's what I have to say about that. Well, he convinced me. <laughs> okay, so have you have you all seen uh, have you all seen little baby narwhal? What? Have you seen narwhal the unicorn puppy? Well, I guess narwhal puppy with the tail grown out of his forehead. Yes. Oh my gosh, I actually have. What? There. Okay, so this week this little tiny puppy went viral oh, because no. he's awesome. His name is narwhal. He's called the unicorn puppy, and he may or may not have a tail sprouting out of his forehead in between his eyes. Uh, I'd say he may. He may indeed. He definitely does. Now, the tail can't wag, um, and it doesn't have any bones in it, from what I gather. Yeah, no, it's just a limp fella. Um, But it's very... The internet thinks it's super duper cute. I think it's terrifying. (laughs) I think he is cute. If every dog looked like that, (laughs) <laughs> I might have some questions. Uh, this actually happened in Missouri. Narwhal is in, in Missouri right now. Wow. Yeah. And actually, the, the shelter that he's at is called Max Mission, which specializes in, in what Max Mission calls janky dogs. Oh, Janky dog Narwhal ain't janky. He's blessed. Dude, all mutations basically frighten me. I mean, I mean oh, I should say in like animals, not like in people. People are fine. People don't frighten me. Yeah, Dayton is Dayton loves people and hates animals. He's so scared of them. Especially bats. Dude, there's mice with ears on their back. Sorry. Science <laughs> made my, mice with ears on their back. I don't want to be there. I learned this week that there's a mutation in flies that causes legs to grow where their antenna do. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. That's not what I want sort of in my zone. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. There was a, a dog that had an extra pair of legs, like a centipede. Like a gross furry caterpillar? No! I didn't mean the gross. Why does nature need to keep donkeying with their stuff? As cute as little baby narwhal is, do you want to know why he has a tail in between his eyes? I never learned why. He absorbed his twin in the womb. He what? He absorbed his twin in the womb. 
and only took his tail? Yep, right in his forehead. So he literally swallowed, he swallowed his roommate. With his brain, yes. From the head down and absorbed him with his brain and his tail just didn't get digested. Ooh, so Narwhal's going to be the first dog to talk with the powerful brain power of two dog brains. Yes. Oh, maybe he'll learn to like signal things with his antenna. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Is the tail going to grow with him? Why don't we just talk about gyoza more? Gyoza, the, the cute little halo pug? Gyoza. I like gyoza. I like how perfect of a specimen it is. Not mutated at all, pugs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pugs are totally natural. Pugs have no mutations involved. Totally lacking all mutations, thank you. They're old, ancient beings that have walked the earth for billions of years. <laughs> actually, they say that dogs, all dogs came from wolves. Did you know that actually all wolves came from pugs? Ooh. It's true. Look it up. Read a book. All life came from pugs. Pugs formed in the primordial soup. Yes. What do you think is more likely? A dog starting out with a long face or a dog starting out with a smushy face? You think it would start smushy and get longer and longer as time goes on. That does make sense. Like, say, trees. Yeah, trees get longer. And, yeah, mountains. Mountains get shorter, though. Yep. Everything in science backs up what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Every single thing. (laughs) Everyone go out there and adopt a janky dog. Yeah. They need love, too. That's what Dustin does. That's a very good good shelter. Yes. In Missouri, we're doing something right. All right, so for for this next segment, I'm going to do something a little new. There were a lot of really good headlines this week, but not a whole lot of super deep stories that we can go into. And so I'm just going to rapid fire some of these bad boys off and then we can discuss them briefly. If something if something happens, cool. If, if she writes nothing more, we can move on, okay? Yep, Lady Fate. All right. Hidden Valley made a 52-ounce stocking full of ranch for the holiday season. Yuck. They say it's really just a funny prank to do. That's hilarious. Hey, kids, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Go downstairs and check the stockings. <laughs> What's this, Dad? It's ranch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Hidden Valley says that it's a really funny prank to do. I'm not laughing. Moving on. Turkeys are ravaging a Jersey Shore neighborhood. Like, a lot of turkeys. Uh, they're trapping people in cars. They're pecking at cars. <laughs> and dozens of them are just standing on cars all the time. I'm picturing a bunch of turkeys with spray tans fist bumping. <laughs> yeah. And just terrifying the masses. Yeah, so they are, they're becoming very cumbersome on this Jersey Shore, and their gobbles are kind of shrill, and, and they keep pecking at the cars. This year in New Jersey, Thanksgiving's coming, for the, coming to you. Thanksgiving's coming to the people. <laughs> <laughs> they just want you to eat them. Oh, my God. Actually, there's one lady, though, that isn't bothered by this and says that she talks to them, and when she says, gobble, gobble, they know it's her. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, let's move on. All right. Uh, Finland has finally reclaimed the world record for most nationalities in a sauna. Want to know the, the funny word in that sentence? Huh. Reclaimed. Oh. <laughs> they had been planning it for five years. They never <laughs> bounced back from their loss after they lost this prestigious title, and then they started scheming. And then boom. 
Moving on. So a German-speaking woman had her Twitter account locked when her German phrase Die Boomer, meaning the boomers, was interpreted as the phrase oh, no. Die Boomer in English. She was speaking in German where the it's the feminine and plural for the. So she was talking about the boomers, but then some, some English reading Twitter AI program thing. The algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm, as some people call it, said, no, you were saying Die Boomers. Somehow, the Twitter algorithm just, do they just not have German in it? Uh, maybe there's a priority system where English, like, is more important than German. <laughs> that That is uh, not a bad assumption. Well, but the rest of the thing was... I think that the algorithm's just a boomer. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right about that. They they weren't offended that she said die boomer. They were offended that she was not speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're not going to top that one. Let's let's move on to the next. We need to stop throwing shade. Okay, so for the next one, a Bay Area company has upped the ante of meatless meat products with their new way of taking elements from the air and turning them into a protein-like substance, a.k.a. air meat. What the hell? So not only do we have meatless meat, we have meatless meat that can be pulled out of the air around you. Oh, Lord. They take, like, the carbon dioxide and, like, the nitrogen. I think one line in the article I read said that it was uh, a way to combat global warming or something like that. We turn the global warming into meat. <laughs> turn the Oh, my gosh. Imagine the first guy. So there's a reason why global warming is happening guys it's because of all the meat in the air we gotta pull it out <laughs> yeah oh my god that's sci-fi though it's like that one episode of star trek where they make hologram tamales well i guess they make hologram stuff all the time okay so we're gonna be eating sky burgers for too long because there's just too many too many darn burgers up there but okay for the next one there's this new zealand company program i don't really know what it is called forest and bird and they're wary over russian participation in their bird of the year competition God. so people are competitive about things i didn't know there was competition about yeah no hold on because it gets wild okay strap in boys so Outside of New Zealand, Russia voted fourth most out of every country after Australia, the UK, and the US on this bird competition in New Zealand. Wait. Isn't that a little suspicious? Russia came in fourth? Why would they care about the New Zealand bird competition, huh? What's in it for them? It's a little suspicious. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused about the terms of the competition. Okay, so everyone's voting for New Zealand's uh... best bird. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Everyone can email in votes for which bird they think should be the New Zealand bird of the year. So you're saying Russia got, Russia is the fourth best bird in New Zealand. <laughs> yes. Russia voted <laughs> itself as the fourth best New Zealand bird. I, I completely missed all interstitial steps between the news headline and Russian interference. Okay. Let, let me try this again. Forest and Bird in New Zealand is holding the annual Bird of the Year competition where everyone can vote for the Bird of the Year. Mm -hmm. People in New Zealand obviously voted most out of all of the people on the planet. Okay. Second most was Australia. Oh, it's not what place they got. It's how many people from there voted. Yes. New Zealand, like 16,000 people voted for the Bird of the Year. Australia, 684 people voted. The UK... 682 people voted. The U.S., 563 people voted. And from Russia, New Zealand got 335 whole votes on their Bird of the Year competition. Why does Russia care? Why aren't you Why aren't you questioning the UK or the US? That's not the point. Oh, you're you're hinting at something. <laughs> the really confounding part is that all 335 Russian votes were for Donald Trump. <laughs> that was a 2016 election joke. So, uh, what what's what do you think Russia is planning to do with the New Zealand Bird of the Year? 
the most popular bird in New Zealand becomes the prime minister of New Zealand. That's they're trying to establish a, a figurehead, right? Okay. They st- they vote for the bird that Russia's got in their pocket, and then that bird runs New Zealand. So we need to we need to keep tabs on why Russia cares so much about the New Zealand Bird of the Year. Okay, three hundred and thirty five whole people. That's pretty much everyone in Russia. <laughs> oh my god. Where will the scandals end? Nothing is sacred. All right. Do you want to get to our final little rapid fire segment? Okay. Okay. So last September in North Carolina, during the hurricane, three cows were swept out to sea <gasps> and presumed dead until now. They grew gills. They were found alive. These cows that got swept out into the ocean, into the big old gosh darn ocean by a big old gosh darn hurricane. Three very, very determined cows must have swam miles and miles and miles to get back to shore where they were found alive. And their plans are being made right now to bring them back to their little their little cute cow beach farm. Destin's crying. They're just so brave. They're so brave. How? Where were they found? On a desert island with a coconut phone and zipline? And- they were found with courage in their hearts and their head held high. And milk in their udders. Milk in their udders. Moo on the wind, milk in the udder, and courage in the heart. Moo on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the movie should be called, Moo on the Wind. Yeah, and it is just 13 unabridged <laughs> hours of cows swimming through the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that there were some horses that were swept out to sea and nobody's finding any horses, so. That's because the horses are running free on the water. The horses just learn to gallop amongst the waves. <laughs> they turn into seahorses. Um, all right. Good rapid fire, Delaney. All right. So for our closing segment, we're going to do one small little uh, game of what's news. What's news? This is a segment where I'm going to give you two news stories and you're going to have to decide what's news. And we can never pick the same one. Okay. This week, which real-life superhero is emerging from the chaos that is the current state of humanity? (laughs) Is it Shadow Patriot, the citizen hero, or is it Mr. Toilet, the toilet-obsessed Sue-Poo hero? Shadow Patriot. (sighs) Toilet, man. What's his name? I, I don't have any confidence in this vote. Mr. Toilet? With that, we don't have descriptions of what they do, but I went with I went with my gut on Shadow Patriot. Well, I don't know. The, you said the hero that's rising out of the current garbage fire that is the world. The only thing that can come out of a toilet is another toilet. So Who's right? So, listeners, if you want to guess, pause it now. Whenever we come back, you will have your answers, okay? Did you pause it? I really bet you did. Oh, I think you paused it there. Are they back? Uh, yeah, oh, I see them. They're coming over the hill. Uh, Jason's not back yet. Jason, get over here. Jason. Uh, Come on, Jason. Hey, has anybody seen Jason? Uh, Jason. Jason? Jason? Hey, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Bryce, have you seen Jason? Bryce, have you seen him? You you guys are always hanging out together. Do you Have you seen Jason? Who's Jason? Wait, Delaney, who's... Did you say Jason? I don't know who Jason... Jason. What are we talking about? Um, Toilet, Mr. Toilet, I think, or, or Shadow Man? Are you ready for the answer? The answer is both of these guys are real. <gasps> what? Oh. For the first time in kid history. For the first time in They're forever. both 100% real. Okay, so the Shadow Patriot is a man from Nashville that patrols the streets. Um, it's kind of an extension of the neighborhood watch. Uh, however, he is definitely, definitely wearing a superhero suit. He got some red tights on. He got a helmet with an American flag on the back of it. He has a, uh, he had a cape, right? Yeah, I think he had, he had a cape. 
He, he has goggles. Did you say goggles? He has a mustache. You say mustache? He has a big old good mustache. He's often seen carrying around an American flag. During the day, he promotes America, but at night, he watches for crime. Mm-hmm. And cryptically tells people to be careful, apparently. Yeah, it seems like this dude's just interested in, like, kind of keeping an eye out and, like, Asking people if, you know, they're doing it. He seems like a very wholesome dude. He seems like a nice guy. He's so... Oh, the homeless community, like, they all know him by name. And, like, they give him hugs and tell him whenever they've made achievements in their lives and stuff. Aww. Of course they know him by name. He's the Shadow Patriot. There's a clip in the video you said this where he asks... Or he tells this woman, like, all right, be safe out there. And she's just like, why? Yeah. Like, it's a threat. That's like, what I meant. Like, he cryptically tells people to be careful. Like, if a dude in a superhero costume tells you to be careful, it's going to make me feel unsafe. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's not it's not safe out there, but it did sort of come off as a threat. Yeah. He's a very intimidating figure, which is how he is able to stop crime, of course. Now, just a quick sidebar. I hear that, all, like, people tell me to be safe all the time. And I think maybe it's because I'm a five foot one girl. Do you guys not hear that? Do people not tell you to be safe a lot? No, I, I, I know that that is a thing. I, I do not get told that because I'm a 20-year-old man. Yeah, now there's a dude that just walks 30 feet in front of me. Um, like, if I'm walking down a uh, sidewalk and people are walking the opposite way, he just goes 30 feet in front of me and tells those people walking towards me to be careful. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so that's more my experience. All right, what's Toilet Man? Now, Toilet Man, he's pretty much just an entrepreneur that wants to bring toilets to everybody. However, in one of the articles that I read, there's a line that says, To a stranger, Jack Sim is a man obsessed with toilets. But to those who know him, he is Mr. Toilet. <laughs> so he he was kind of raised in a bad part of Singapore. And so he understands what it's like to not have, you know, proper sanitary systems and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, sanitation. Um, and so pretty much it's just his goal to bring, you know, proper facilities to people that don't that don't have access to it. Um, I guess in India, about 200,000 children die each year from lack of safe sanitation. So yeah. this is a, a real problem that this man is wow. uh, championing here. And he's said to use uh, humor. He uses humor to fight against bathroom taboos. Yeah. He founded the World Toilet Organization. Okay. And then he's he lobbies to raise awareness for these issues. You know, I could get behind this. I pooped in a bag for six months, and then we threw that bag into a pit and burned it, and it did not smell good. And one time, it almost killed you. Oh, yeah, yeah, then I... What? Then I almost burned in a flaming truck. You almost burned in a flaming poop truck? We were dropping cardboard off at the time, but apparently the ashes in the pit were hot, and we backed the truck up near the fire pit. Oh. And just the heat, there was no flames, but the heat caught the cardboard in the back of the truck on fire. There was a lot of cardboard in the back of this truck. Man, I didn't know that. Yeah, the dude driving had uh, walked away, and I hopped in, and I didn't know how to drive stick shift, so I... Just stalled it a couple times. <laughs> uh, then I hopped in the back of the trunk with one other dude amidst the fire, and we pushed it out. That's good. Mr. Toilet also wears costumes, and he negotiates with government officials. The question on everyone's mind is: When are they gonna? When are they gonna meet up? When are they gonna create their superhero team? Do a duo. Who would be the sidekick? Uh, if we're being real with ourselves, Mr. Toilet would be the sidekick to Shadow Patriot. Mm, no, look, who's the sidekick? Iron Man or Captain America? Good point. Yeah, okay, I see your point. <laughs> also, Shadow Patriot, I think, would choose to be a sidekick. I think Shadow Patriot would volunteer. They would both sidekick. be like, no, you're the sidekick. No, you're the... I mean, no, sorry, they both say, I'm the sidekick. <laughs> yeah, let's just both be sidekicks. <laughs> sidekicks are cool. <laughs> yeah, the superheroes, they're here. All right. All right, so what did we learn this week? We learned that Dayton is Nicolas Cage. We also learned that he's scratching at the door. <laughs> <laughs>
We learned that we all need to go buy ankle scarves. <laughs> we learned that, that Hidden Valley is the prank god with their super funny pranks. We learned that Russia is plotting a secret mission to vote on New Zealand's national bird. I still don't know what you're implying. Scandalous. <laughs> so scandalous. Everyone thinks it's scandalous. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's <laughs> All right, well, you heard it here, folks. This has been another episode of Keep It Together with the Rose Bros, your most painless source of the rag, the scoop, and the skinny. I'm Dayton Rose. I'm Destin Rose. And I'm Delaney Rose, and we're out with the old and in with the news. Happy birthday, loser. Friggin' loser. Loser.